0: So your name hangs on idols. Troubleshooters, set you fundamental,
1: vital. Game survival, never Trump, be the, the, town, up, like the Miami up, Duke, South Beach, they be a National
2: Basketball Association.
3: the
4: Hello everybody! Welcome to the NBA 2K League show on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Brought to you by Rode Microphones. Studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. We are your source for NBA 2K League coverage each and every week. Here covering the best of the best, not the rest of the rest. Let's jump right into this week's edition of the NBA 2K League Show here on Dash Radio's Nothing In That channel. We are going to start it off with a look at Week 6 action, breaking down those games, and then moving on to a little more preview and power rankings, looking ahead to the turn tournament, as well as ranking the teams and seeing where they're at going into that tournament
5: dash radio I'm your host Chris Lebron from the Off the Ball podcast and the prez of the Off the Ball network we're back we're back this week week 6 another wild start to the NBA 2K league can't wait to discuss it cuz um it's kind of a theme we had from earlier the season nothing you know it has nothing but net not but net channel, but this is nothing but sweeps. That's going to be the theme of the day. So, welcome back, everyone. We are Block Party Wednesday. You know how we start off every Wednesday. It's always Block Party Wednesday. Like I said, I'm your host, Chris LeBron. Post-game show. What a, what a... We saw some... Uh, saw a lot of blowouts, too, today. Saw a lot of blowouts, too, today. So, let, let's get into some of the... Just, just recap of what's been going on in the league. Because, like I said, we did take a week off, but we're back. Let you guys know. My man, my man, Day Fry, 2K League Player of the Month of June. 16.5.7, a half rebound in 10 contests. As he was absolutely a monster for Wiz Gaming, Wizards Gaming. Absolutely, uh, you know. A big reason why they having a lot of success this year, and you know the defending champs are uh, off to a a uh, another great start. First place, eleven and three, having a good good start to this season. He was named Player of the Month, so congratulations, Day Fry, my guy. You know, Magic Gaming Point Guard Rizzi average twenty eight and nine, essentially. Twenty eight and ten. I'm, I'm gonna round it off. This <laughs> is gonna round it off. He he was a four and zero record in, in week five. You know, led his um, led his team to uh, an undefeated week. You know, um, and then you know, let's let's get right into today's tonight's matchups. And we saw, like we said, like I mentioned before, theme of the day is blowouts. <laughs> Blowouts and blowouts and sweeps, and we saw a lot of that. So let's get right into it. Um, get right into the action because next week, next week is the turn tournament. You know, uh, which is a four day tournament, like you said, Wednesday through Saturday. You know, it, that's going to be very exciting. Can't wait to to get dive into more into that as we get closer to that. But let's get right into to the, to the matchups for today. Blazers and and Lakers gaming. Blazers come up with the sweep. Game 1 87 to 70 and then 85 to 72. Blazers gaming just did their thing. Bash. That boy bashed. <laughs> he was tremendous. He almost had two 20 2020 games. You know, um game 2 had 20 and 21 assists. Absolutely tremendous performance by him. Game one had 30 and 16. Scrady did his thing, too. Everyone contributed for Blazers gaming. They just very consistent. Maybe the most consistent team today. They did their thing. Took care of business sweep. Like I said, everyone swept. You know, we saw all series, four series, all sweeps. Blazers did their thing. Um, Like I said, Bash was absolutely tremendous. You know, um, did his thing, dominated, um, and Lakers just just can't score. They, could, they just couldn't get enough scoring. Defense was lax days Just couldn't get it done. Like I said, Bash was an absolutely tremendous. Definitely in the running for the player of the night, for sure. He was just absolutely tremendous. And, you know, he's showing people, <laughs> you know, why he's Bash. He's very bashful. You know, he did his thing. So shout-out to to Bash doing his thing. And and the rest of the team stepping up. Goofy did his thing, too. You know, uh, he did his thing. Almost two double-doubles first game. Well, rebound short from a double-double in game one. And in game two, 20 and 11, did his thing. Did his thing. Some some ferocious dunks, too, there. So, like I said, that's the theme of the day, sweeps. Blazers took care of business. Hornets let's go to the next series Grizz Gaming Hornets Venom <laughs> same <laughs> same I mean Grizz Gaming um um excuse me not the same we I I I apologize we did not get four sweeps I messed up my I messed up my notes we had three sweeps and one split apologies my bad you know uh Grizz Gaming and Hornets split split this series and I I should have known that because I was watching. I'm like, wait, they can't. It wasn't a sweep. My bad. I messed up, um, messed up my notes. But Grizz Gaming, you know, game one, dominant, dominant performance. Then game two, they just <laughs> they forgot how to score. You know, they scored 55 in game two. Meanwhile, in game one, they had, what, 40 points in the first half. So they almost outscored them, you know, their second game in the first half of their first game, you know. So just the inconsistency from Grizz Gaming, you know, Vandy, you know, very inconsistent game two, Just didn't have it, and he's obviously the glue to this that Grizz Gaming team. But give let's give Horns Gaming a lot of credit for what they did defensively in that second game. I mean, they gave, <laughs> Grizz Gaming had nine and nine in in the second game. That's crazy. That's crazy to think. They had 18 points in the second half. They scored nine points in the third and the fourth, you know, and lost by five. That was a very ugly game, but they they just could not buy a basket. Vandy, you know, 4-10 from the field, you know, uh, chess was 6-13, you know, authentic African, only has seven points. You know, just not enough production to get it done. And and I'm sure they're probably going to be looking at their performances and be like, man, they let one get away. After a dominant game one, game two, they did, didn't do their thing. So I'm sure they're disappointed in that aspect. But um, a split in this series, like I said, um, we almost got all sweeps. <laughs> I got a little ahead of myself because I was just so into the sweeps that I, you know, I got to give myself a, I got to catch an L there. I got to give myself a sand trombone. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) Apologies. Apologies, Grizz Gaming and Hornets. (laughs) I'd assume the sweep is no sweep. We got three sweeps, one. uh, So, it is, it just, I'm still baffled that Grizz Gaming, just nine points in two quarters. Back to back. You know, like it just it's crazy how you can have such a great performance and then just, you know, almost score thirty less points in the second game. But a split um is what we saw. Grizz gaming and horns gaming. Sherm did his thing, you know, twenty six in both games, you know, Rigby. Um second first game didn't show up. And second game he he showed up with twenty six also. You know, uh, we saw. Um, you know, it just—it still baffled me. It's still messing with my mind that only nine points each. But, you know, I'm sure, like I said, mentioned before, they're gonna f- try to figure this thing out and uh, get better, and they will get better because you know well, they got—they got uh Chris Gaming is is, is a solid team. So, s- no sweep, <laughs> like I said before, no sweep. We got a split, and you know, Vandy. Had thirty three and twelve, like you said, still fourteen and nine. I mean, if you do that against Grizz Gaming, you're gonna have a chance to win. And it's Hornets made the adjustments you need to make when oh, you almost lose by twenty points, and they made the adjustments and they absolutely locked him down. They locked down, you know, they they stifled them. They absolutely stifled them. Did their thing and came in with the split. So great performances. On the defensive end, by them to get it done, and we have a split, no sweep, a split. So, out Kings guard for Celtics gaming, and this one was a sweep. Also, Kings on a roll, six and two in their last eight games. We talked about that matchup with Kings with the Kings and the Blazers. I think from week five and all the and all the hostility and the and the tension going into that game. Obviously, my mom, that man, you know, in the, tr- you know, requesting to trade and, and getting his wish going to Kings gaming, you know, getting traded for bash. And he, he's been on a roll, you know, like you said, six and two in their last eight games. He was absolutely tremendous. Double double on both games, 20 and 10. And 31 and 13, you know, just absolutely great. Just four turnovers in these two games, too. He did his thing. You know, uh, Scarbs, you know, Yusuf, 13 and 6, 19 and 10, adding some blocks, you know, did his thing. Crush did his thing. Everyone contributed and and took care of business. You know, it wasn't, you know, not a lot of scoring, but they, you know, able to pretty much take control of Celtics on the defensive end and absolutely dominate um, them defensively. Celtics just could not find scoring, you know, walk walking bucket was essentially, that's it. <laughs> you know, he lived up to his name. It was just everyone else just not doing their thing. I mean, the second leading score in both games, you know, had 17. There's just not going to be good enough to beat this Kings team, who just seems like, and we mentioned this earlier, right? They were kind of in that funk. Now it seems like they're rolling. This seems like they are rolling. So, very, very um, dangerous team. Kings Gaming is, and Mama, that man, he seems like he, he's he's in, he's ready to take over, and he's having um, he's been balling out, you know. Uh, so, Kings Gaming takes care of business in Game one, 81, 80, 81 to sixty-six. And sixty three to sixty two sweep the Celtics in uh, tonight's matchups, and an um, impressive defensive, you know, performance by um by them in uh you know, and like I said, this Kings this Kings team, man, they they they're rolling, <laughs> they're rolling, man. I really want to see Dumb versus the Blazers again. <laughs> I'm sure Bash wants to see that again, but Kings gaming definitely definitely on the way up they'll move to 10 and 6 taking care of business taking care of business and and just playing great right now they're they're clicking everyone's playing their role and that's what you need and celtics gaming they fall to five and nine um you know um just need, just need to find some more more you know, scoring punch they they got to get guys to step up but um we'll see if that happens but kings gaming team to watch that's for sure definitely a team to watch and let's talk about pistons versus bucks pistons game won 77 to 75 79 to 71 a sweep a sweep pistons led by their 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 star guard in radiant he was gradient all right maybe that wasn't a good one but you know what i mean he was great he was great he had a 30 he had 30 in both games 16 assists and 14 assists i mean 30, 60 points and and 30 assists in two games that's pretty impressive he did his thing uh ramo did his thing also contributed on 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 the boards and and scoring to help them on that end and Pistons Gaming takes care of business with the sweep of the Bucks Gaming and Bucks Gaming. Like my guy Mo said, they gonna need some milk. Two and I think they're they fell to two and twelve now in the season. Yeah, they're two and twelve now. Just a just a really <laughs> real tough real tough um season so far i mean they're coming off winning two in a row but you know they didn't they didn't they couldn't take care of business tonight and and uh you know still with the worst record um in the league tied with i think they're tied with the raptors with the worst record in the league it's the raptors gaming it's still <laughs> they're still i mean they talked about in the broadcast too still can't p- put my finger on you know why they're struggling so much this year but that's definitely been the case. Um, just not a great start for them, but Pistons continue. They're nine and five now. Continue their rise up the boards. Um, and and that's that's pretty much wrap, wraps up today's games. Uh, another great uh, block party Wednesday. Great start. Week six is is going to be great. You know, bounce past Thursdays tomorrow. You know, um, looking forward to that. But before, some guys lived up to that. Bowling. They were definitely bowling. Bash. Mama, I'm that man. Radiant. All bald out tonight. My player of the, of the night is going to go to Bash. Only had three turnovers. Just absolutely tremendous performances tonight. I think he had 30 and then 26 in the game. So and led his team to sweeps tonight, so shout out to to Bash for doing his thing tonight. Obviously, other guys definitely deserve him, but to me, he stood out the most with his performances, and another great night, another, you know, glad we're back, you know, like I said, we took the week off, I hope everyone enjoyed their holiday, you know, their 4th of July, got the lights and fireworks, you know, hopefully no one lost a finger, (laughs) no fingers or anything, but. Hope everyone enjoyed their time. Like I said, I'm Chris LeBron. This is the Nothing But Net radio channel on Dash Radio. NBA 2K League post-game show. We'll hear here every, every, after every 2K League games, Wednesday through Saturday. We are going to be giving you the best of the best analysis that we can give you. So on that note, tomorrow make sure be here game start as usual 7 p.m on twitch youtube be there mo murphy up in flames murphy will be on the call tomorrow for tomorrow's post game show i think him and edgar our guy edgar is going to be on with him friday we got our guy jp the franchise we'll be doing the post game and then our guy tiktok legend Mr. Jelani Brown will be on the post game show covering it Saturday evening. So, like I said, bounce past Thursdays of tomorrow. Make sure to tune in 7 p.m. on Twitch, YouTube. Make sure to follow the NBA 2K League on Twitter. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, Real Lebron eighty nine, Off the Ball Pod. OTB on the score network, the off the ball network, follow all the great people there. It was a great day for the network. It's always a great day when I get to talk to you people. Shout out to everyone at Dash Radio. Shout out to everyone. Nothing but net. On that note, guys, be well, be safe. Take care. Keep it to 2000. We out. Peace.
1: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the NBA 2K League. I am your host, Mo Murphy, and boy, did we have a heck of a bounce pass Thursday. Man, we had a great slate of games tonight, and also, coming to you on tonight's show... We also have a great story coming from the 2K Foundation, a wonderful article written about the 2K Foundation and the great work they do. We love to play the game. We love to watch the NBA 2K League. And I don't think we give enough flowers to the 2K Foundation and everybody a part of the 2K family and really what they do around the league. And also, we're going to make sure that we get you ready for a Friday night showdown, the game of the week. And we're going to give a shout out because, as you guys know, we were on a bye week last week. So we're going to give a shout out to the week 5 player of the week and get you hyped up for the game of the week tomorrow night. So, without further ado, let's talk about the, you know, game one of the first slate of games and the matchups. And we're going to talk about Mavs Gaming versus 76ers GC. Mavs Gaming loses in a close one, 66 to 71 to 76ers GC. Dimes for Mavs Gaming with 21 points and nine assists. Zaya gave you nine points. Mr. Styles with 12. Zay with 14 points. And Sick One with 10 points, 10 rebounds, five assists, and two steals. He did it all on both ends, but it just wasn't enough. And for 76ers, GC, you had Dre. One of the better point guards in the league with 28 points and eight assists. A-Rooks with 12 points, two assists. One Wild Walnut with 10 points, 14 rebounds, four assists, and two blocks. Mr. Do-It-All in the victory. And... To move on to game two of the night. The Gin G Tigers versus T Wolves gaming another close matchup. Gen di- Tigers taking a victory seventy-nine to seventy-six. J money, twenty-six point seven assists for the Gin G Tigers. Beast move with twenty-seven points. Man, that 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 front court of Jay Money and Beast move is absolutely ridiculous. It almost reminds me of Stephen Clay and the Splash Brothers. And then Feast was feasting on the boards. He had 19 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists, and 2 blocks in the win. And for T-Wolves Gaming, you had Bear the Beast, 21 points, 8 assists. Shifty Kai with 24 points and 12 assists. And boy, did Shifty Kai really put on a show. And we'll get into him a little bit later tonight. But he's also he's one of the better two guards in the league. And I'm telling you. Every time I watch him play. And then Slaughter has 16 points and 14 rebounds. Moving on to game three, we had uh, Kingsguard Gaming versus Cavs Legion Gaming. And, oh, my God, Mama, I'm that man. Bruh. Why did you do him like that? 40 points, seven assists. He did it all. Yusuf Scarves with 11 points and 16 rebounds in the win. And for Cavs Legion, Not enough to get the victory, but OFAB had 18 points, five assists, and two steals. Strainer drops another 14, and D-Law with 11 points, 12 rebounds. So it gives them a double-double in the loss, but we'll get into that matchup a little bit later because things get sticky. And for the final matchup, game one, Of the first half of games, we had Wizards District Gaming versus Pistons GT. As you guys all know, Wizards District is our former champs. And boy, do they have some true ballers. And speaking of ballers, we're going to talk about Day Fry. Because 16 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 block. Wizards District has really been real competitive ever since the addition of uh, Day Fry and Nudini. Uh, 14 points and 6 rebounds. JBM with 19 points, 11 assists. And when I tell y'all, this is a point guard league because everybody's best player seems to be the point guard. They always put up incredible numbers. And for Pistons GT, Radiant, another great point guard in this league with 24 points, 11 assists, and 2 steals. Cooks gives another 20 and Ramo with 14 points. But Milo, only no point, no statistics with as far as points. 0 points, 4 rebounds, no assists, no steals. One block. He needs some milk. Bro, we needed a little bit more from you. You know, y'all lost a close one. If you could have gave me six, seven points, that would have been all the difference. So before we go on our first music break, we are going to read this wonderful article written about all the great things that 2K Foundation has got going and one of their most recent things that they're doing in Toronto. So, 2K Foundation is the philanthropic arm of 2K that supports and inspires underserved communities by directly investing and local enrichment programs unveiled its latest project in Toronto this week. In partnership with the City of Toronto House and Global Artists, The Weekend and NAV, the Toronto Lawrence Heights Court has received a complete refurbishment that includes a new scoreboard, backboards, repairs to the court, and an art installation designed by award-winning multidisciplinary artist Ben Johnston and multimedia artist Trevor Wheatley. The support from 2K Foundation has made a huge difference to the children in our community who truly benefit from better access to play, said Janie Romoff, Forestry and Recreational General Manager at Toronto Parks. In a community that's been greatly impacted by COVID-19, the impact of 2K Foundation's contributions are invaluable and will motivate our kids to pursue their passions on and off the court once it is safe to do so. Then, you know, they got a word from the weekend, working with my home city of Toronto and 2K Foundation's. On this community enrichment effort is something that is personal to me, said The weekend musician and co-founder at House. We're proud to have renovated a space where kids of all backgrounds can hone their crafts and follow their passions. And they also caught up with Nav. Nav had to say, as a Toronto native, it's an honor to give back to the city where I grew up playing ball, said Nav. Because basketball and hip hop can provide so many opportunities for kids growing up in this community, we designed a court and helped renovate a community center that empowers kids of all backgrounds to explore their interests. Over the next year, 2K Foundations will continue to support across a variety of projects worldwide, from further investment in the music programming through his new Studio 2K initiative that provides opportunities to create, learn, and enjoy music to creating more opportunities for education and learning. In addition, 2K Foundations with continuous investment in local communities through court refurbishments and partnership with globally renowned artists and athletes. 2K Foundations was inspired by the basketball community and started with the goal of giving back to the sport that has been a pu- huge part of our company said David Ismailer, president at 2k over this past year. We've witnessed firsthand the disruption COVID-19 has brought to the world. And we've learned so much more about what these communities need. As a result, we've spent the past year expanding the work to do both on and off the court to support projects across music, education, and more. It is with this knowledge that we continue to commit our time funding and talent roster to directly help these communities that inspire us, expanding our efforts across different pillars and into more parts of the world. Man, 2K Foundations, what 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 a great thing that they do! Obviously, refurbing courts all across the world, across the country. You know, they're getting their hands and be, you know, helping some of these kids be creative. We all know what COVID nineteen has done to us as a as a human race. You know, it's kind of put some setbacks. A lot of businesses closed. You know, a lot of opportunities for kids to grow and develop, uh, create creatively you know, has kind of gone out the window. So for them to jump and dive in back and give a lot of these kids hope you know, it's such a great thing by 2K Foundation. So, before we give you... But let's get into the second slate of our games. 76ers GC beats Mavs Gaming 72-53. to 53. Dimes has 29 points and 5 assists for Mavs Gaming. That was about the only thing good, I have to say, about Mavs Gaming in that second matchup. But for 76ers GC, Dre with 25 points and 13 assists. A-Rooks with 22 and 1 Wild Walnut, 12 points, 16 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, and 2 blocks. Once again, he does it all. Moving on to the second matchup, game two of the second matchup of the night between G Tigers and T-Wolves Gaming. G Tigers, obviously, they won the first one in a close one, but Wolves Gaming ended up getting redemption, winning 83-74 for a series split. Jay Money for Genji Tigers had 26 points, 11 assists, and Beast move with 19 points and 6 assists. And Feast had 18 points, 11 rebounds. So, obviously, from their big three over there, we got the same type of production. But for Wolves Gaming, Bear the Beast. Bruh. Why you did that to him? 40 points, 10 assists, Shifty Kai. He needs some milk. Only 12 points and 6 assists. Obviously, we expect a little more from Shifty Kai, but... When it results in a W, does it really matter your performance? You know, you, Bear the Beast was on one, and Shifty Kai, you know, willingly let him steal the show. And then Slaughter with 19 points, nine rebounds, five assists, five steals, and four blocks, completely dominant on all cylinders. He put himself on the stat sheet everywhere. That's how the T Wolves Gaming gets redemption and beats Gen G Tigers. Moving on, Kingsguard Gaming versus Cavs Legion. Mama, I'm that man. Obviously, Cavs Legion loses seven or wins seventy six to seventy. My apologies, Mama. I'm that man. Though once again. <laughs> I feel like that's the laugh he had after that performance because he still had 36.7 assists. Crushed with 13 points, but Majestic and Simo. Simo with five points and Majestic with four points. So I feel like my mom, that man, hit that Kawhi laugh on his teammates because he needed some help in this game. And for Cavs Legion, OFAB with 25 points, nine assists. Strainer with 20 points. God of 2K with 10 points. And D-Law with 15.6 rebounds for assists in one block. Cavs Legion able to split the series, get their redemption and get back. In that win, and for the final game of the night, we had Wizards District Gaming versus Pistons GT. Wizards District with the with a fairly easy W, winning by fourteen seventy to fifty six. JBM with twenty one points and eleven assists. B Rich eleven points. Nudini eighteen points, thirteen rebounds. And Day Day Fry puts his stamp everywhere on the stat sheet with fourteen points, nine rebounds, four assists, two steals, three blocks. That's how you get the job done, Wizards District Gaming. So I want to get you guys hyped for Friday Night Fire and the matchup that we have coming up. But before we do that, let's talk about Day Fry from Wizards District Gaming. Having led Wizards District Gaming to the best record in the Easter Conference, Day Fry was named NBA 2K League Player of the Month for June. The 2020 NBA 2K League champion has averaged 16.5 points and 7.8 rebounds across 10 games in June. Conger and Wizards District Gaming obviously visited Pistons GT Gaming, and we've seen how that went. And they will play Magic Gaming on Friday for Friday Night Fire, so be sure to be looking out for that. And then let's talk about Rizzy before we get to the game of the week. Rizzy makes it look easy. The Magic Gaming point guard averaged 27.8 points and 9.8 assists to guide his team to a 4 0 record in week five. On June 24th, the Tyler, Texas native recorded 40 points and 10 assists in an 85 82 victory over Cavs Legion GC. Rizzy and Magic Gaming will host Grizz Gaming in the NBA 2K League game of the week on Friday. July 9th at 10 p.m. Eastern. So getting into the game of the week, it's Magic Gaming versus Grids Gaming, Friday, July 9th at 10 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you tune into that. And also at 9 p.m. Eastern, we have a great matchup. Lakers Gaming will visit the Genji Tigers of Shanghai on Friday, July 9th at 9 p.m. Eastern. Both teams reshaped their roster during the offseason. Lakers Gaming selected Dallas Tech, the Texas native, Crazy, who averages 16.2 points per game, 11.2 rebounds per game, with the number one overall pick in the 2021 NBA 2K League draft. The team also added 2020 NBA 2K League champion Maurice Reese Delani, Delaney, 22.8 points per game, 6.4 assists per game, with the number seven pick in the draft. The Gen Z Tigers of Shanghai made trades in this offseason to acquire 2019 NBA 2K League champions Feast and J Money. And veteran B smooth. So, obviously, you know, that's kind of their big three, and they made trades to acquire them with the Genji Tigers. But make sure you tune into the game of the week and also to get you ready for next week. After week six, the NBA 2K League second, second. In-season tournament of the season, The Turn, powered by AT&T, will take place from Wednesday, July 14th through Saturday, July 17th. Matchups during the turn will be played in a best-of-three series. Single elimination format with the winner of each series advances to the next round. Games will air live on the NBA 2K League's Twitch and YouTube channels. Make sure you tune in to the NBA 2K League show after that. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. I appreciate y'all for listening. It's Thursday night. It's Bounce Pass Thursday.
0: what up what up what is up this is the 2k post game show friday night fire i am your host jp from off the ball network Man, this is how we do it. It's Friday night, and I feel all right. The 2K Games is on fire, Friday Night Fire. With all these games tonight, we are going to break down all of these series for tonight. Before we get into the recaps of tonight's games, I want to let y'all know that next week is going to be the ton, which is the tournament... All 23 teams is going to be uh, all 23 teams is going to be competing for 260k. Starting on July 14th through the 17th. Starts at 6 p.m. on Twitch and YouTube live stream. This is the 2k post game show on Nothing But Net channel on Dash Radio. Off the Ball Network takeover. I'm solo here tonight. This is your boy JP. I'm excited, man. Let's go ahead and get into the first ga- uh, series between the Celtics gaming and the Bucks gaming, the Battle of the Green. Let's go ahead and get into Game One. There is my takeaways. The final score for the Game One is 84 to 66. Led the way in scoring for both teams is Wedge from the Bucks with 28 points and 11 assists. 8 out of 16 shooting, 7 out of 13 and 3 point shots too. Followed by Lottie, Lottie, we like the party with 19 points and Comp with 14 points. And Plundo Plundo Came in with 14 points and 12 rebounds. So here are my takeaways from the first game here. The Celtics, you know, um, are playing bad defense and just letting them just score that basketball anytime they want to. They just cannot stop the Bucs' offense at all. It's just unbelievable. Uh, FT was playing shooting guard in the first game. And he had a slow start, but he kind of got himself together finally from the Celtics by and finally chipping in on 17 points on six out of 10 shooting. Followed by walking bucket, you know, point as a point guard with 21 points, and Coat with 18 points and 10 rebounds. Um The Bucks, they won every single quarter except for the second quarter, pretty much. They've been playing. A little bit better since they traded away Abraham uh, Abrams um in the trade a couple weeks ago. So they've been playing a little bit better and kind of finding the mission and way to you know get some wins here. So that was a good win for the Bucks gaming. Again, the final score for game one is 84 to 66 bucks. Now, could the Bucks pull it away in game two? Unfortunately. Unfortunately, the Celtics pulled the victory with a clutch clutch game winner by bully of the Celtics. The final score is 63 to 61 Celtics. So the the takeaway from the second game which was really interesting FT and Walking Bucket switched positions. FT, instead of playing the shooting guard position, he played the point guard position, and Walkin walk Bucket went to shooting guard. So they switched positions, but it was still a slow start for FT. It just seems like something was missing. We had to call the police, we had to figure out where he was at. But he still got in his 16 points, and Walton got his 20 points into as well. But still, though, still though, who led the way in scoring for both teams is Wedge from the Bucks with 26 points and 11 assists, kind of close of what he got in the first game. Followed by Lottie, he didn't. He had 19 points, but. Uh, In the first game, but in the second game only with 13 points. And then Plondo, let me tell you about Plondo in the second game. Plondo had a nasty dunk on Bully. It was just nasty, but they called goaltender. but it was still a nasty dunk. And he just looked over to Bully and said, yeah, you're in my league now. You're in my league now. This is my paint. You ain't going to handle me in this paint. But, like I said before, Hey, when you get bullied down, the people always rise up. So we had a tight defensive game in the last quarter after the Bucs lead at 50-44. to We thought the Bucs was going to take game two and sweep the Celtics. But the Celtics outscored the Bucs 19-11 to in the fourth quarter. So they actually was more aggressive in scoring. And like I said before, you don't know who was going to hit the game-winner. And out of all people, Bully hit the game-winner. Bully hit the game-winner and got his revenge back. And he uh, finished with 13 points. And then Colt from the Celtics finished off with 12 points and 16 rebounds. So we have a split series. It is tied 1-1. And the Celtics are now 6-10. and and the Bucks is now 3 and 13. And those are the takeaways from the series between the Celtics gaming and the Bucks gaming. The Battle of the Greens. So we so both teams walked out happy in the end tonight on Friday night. Fire. So definitely, definitely I got to go ahead and give them a round of applause since they both won tonight. Let's go ahead. There we go. There we go. There we go. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So let's go ahead and get into the next game between Chris's New York Knicks gaming versus the Raptors uprising. I was looking forward to this game to see if the Raptors actually can pull one out or both out. Or the Knicks will pull both of this, both of the games out. So let's go ahead and get into the first game and my takeaways. The final score of that game was 72 to 67 Knicks. Again, the final score of the first game is 72 to 67. Let's talk about the half court shot that uh, the Knicks pl- that Nick player made at the end of the second quarter. It was. 81 feet, 81 foot feet, 81 feet from full court, launched. And, I mean, he thought he was Stephen Curry. I mean, goodness gracious. It was all net, too. It was beautiful. And it was right on time. It was right on time. It was just beautiful. It was just beautiful to see. I can't do that. I can't do that at my own gym. I wish I could. I wish I could. I wish I could. But let's go ahead and get back into this game instead of talking about me. We have uh, Duck from the next game, and that led all scores with 33 points, followed by original Malik, 15 points, and Glow, 13 points and 13 rebounds for the next game. And I love the backcourt of Duck and Malik because both of them could go off, or one of them could go off. So I love the backcourt, but Duck really went off this game. The Raptors just could not get anything going. They just couldn't get anything going. It was so bad. I thought Kenny got what would get himself going or type would get himself going. All hail Trey was the only one consistent from the Raptors in the first half. Was leading all scores and uh, was leading the all the Raptors in scoring in the first half. So we thought that we need Kenny to step up. We need type to step up. We need the Raptors to step up. Timely, we need you to step up. So, the Knicks were leading pretty big, you know, throughout the game. And then, you know, the Raptors started making a surge in the fourth quarter. But the Knicks kept it together. Instead of being typical Knicks uh, Knicks fashion um, of how they blew games away. How they blew games away. But they kept it together. They kept it together. They calmed themselves down and was hitting their shots and would just keep trying to Keep the lead so that the Raptors don't make that comeback. And that's what the Knicks did too, as well. So Kenny Gawick finally got 19 points in top with 11 points, and Tom Lee with 14 points. So I expect more from the Raptors. You know, they are just one of those teams that they could play great one game and then another game. It just seems like. Just They just don't play well. It just seems like they just don't play well. I think all the luck coming from that half-court shot from Knicks' game and kind of just went up and just kind of went down here from there, except for that surge in the fourth quarter by the Raptors, though. But congratulations to the Knicks of winning the first game. Now, could the Knicks win the second game, or will the Raptors make a comeback and win the second game? So let's go ahead and get into game two, where the Raptors made their impact and win the game 76-69 to right here. The Raptors beat the Knicks and for three quarters. Once again, the Raptors beat the Knicks in three quarters, outscored them in three quarters, except for the second quarter. And Duck led all Knicks gaming with 28 points and 11 assists, followed by Glow's 20 points and 10 rebounds. And original Malik and Nate Carl, the season one MVP, disappeared. I just don't know what is going on with them. They just really disappeared. Only 13 combined points. 13 combined points. (laughs) What? What? 13 combined points, that is awful. That is awful. I could make 13 points in the first quarter. Come on, now. You got to play better than that, now. That's not good. Man, they expect y'all to show out in the next game, and that is not good. Let me just give them another this, please. Just give me another one. (laughs) Let me do it one more time, please. Oh, God. And one more time. Brad. come on now, come on now y'all gotta play better than that y'all really need a Snickers, I'm gonna send y'all a case down later, come on now y'all gotta play better than that but uh, Kenny not got woke, finally stepped up and started being more aggressive and play better, led with uh, 25 points and 7 assists and Tom Lee played consistent in both games which is really good uh, with 17 points and Reese Mode uh, came out with 13 points and type with 13 points and 9 rebound. You know, not a typical type of game that I expected, you know, for Raptors uh, gaming. You know, I thought he could play a little better than that, you know, uh, both games tonight. But, you know, they still come out with a W in the second game. Uh, the Raptors held it together the last minutes when the Knicks were trying to make a comeback, um, especially, you know, with that six foul by NAKA. I mean when he did that fell, it just went downhill from there. it just really went downhill from there. I mean, it just uh goodness, gracious, let me just go ahead and uh uh get you this reaction right here. <laughs> Goodness gracious, that six foul man, it, it just kind of your so, man. You know, when you commit that six foul because you know that technical free throw is coming up and stuff, and it just went downhill from the nail from there. And the Raptors will kept hitting their free throws. But congratulations to the Raptors of winning the second game, they split the series one to one again. The final score of game two is 76. 76- 269. You are listening to the 2K League post-game show on Dash Radio on Nothing But Net channel. Before we get into our music break, hey, next week is going to be the ton, the tournament. All 23 teams trying to secure the bag, 260K. Starts at 6 p.m. on July 14th through the 17th on Twitch and YouTube live stream. I might as well go ahead and start my own 2K League team so we can get in this tournament next week. I might as well just do that. I might as well do it. 260K is a lot of money. A lot of money. Which team will prevail? Definitely tune in next week when you do when you uh, at uh, on Twitch and YouTube live stream for the ton. File, and speaking of file, this is Friday Night File. This is the 2K League post-game show on Nothing But Net channel on Dash Radio. Man, thank y'all so much for letting this happen and everything, and also... We gotta go ahead and uh, talk about the turn, like I've been saying, that starts next week, July 14th through the 17th at 6 p.m. on Twitch and YouTube live stream. All 23 teams trying to secure the bag for 260K. Man, oh man, I cannot wait. I cannot wait, cannot wait, wait, wait. All right, let's go ahead and get into the last two series. Let's go ahead and get into Lakers Gaming versus the G Tigers. Man, I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what. Man, not very close games. Like, not very close games here. Like, my goodness gracious. Oh, my goodness. I'll tell you what, though. The Lakers at the beginning of both games started out hot. They started out hot. But let's go ahead and talk about game one right here. Um, B-O-H-I-O. B-O-H-I-O. Man, he started off hot for the Lakers uh, with 11 points of 5 out of 7, shooting in the first quarter, channeling his endo Kobe. I mean, goodness gracious, he was killing the Genji Tigers. Then, um... Then, oh uh, man! I mean, Lakers fans when they saw the second quarter reacted to this like this.
3: No god! No god! Please no! No!
0: No! No! Man, the Gingy Tigers just went relentless on the Lakers. I mean, twenty-nine to ten. 29 to 10 in that second quarter, they went relentless. When they saw Bohio having the game of his life in the first quarter, they just they just took that moment away from him, just like a little kid with candy, you know. They got their first shelf, the skittles, and then the bully just take the skittles away, and they're crying in the bed the rest of the night. That's how bad the Gingy Tigers did to the Lakers. Be smooth. My goodness gracious, the first half had 25 points. Only missed one shot. And I've been very critical of Beast's move on the 2K League post game show because I expect better from him. And he's been giving me good games and sometimes bad games. But he came out with 25 points in the first half. Was just killing, killing the Lakers. Was killing the Lakers. Then in the second half... The Gen. G Tigers put the foot on the gas and never let up at all. Never let up at all. And the final score of that game was 88-63. Again, it's 88-63 to 63 Gen. G Tigers. My goodness gracious. Oh, my goodness, man. Oh, my goodness. B Smooth led all scores with 32 points, followed by J Money's 28 points, and Feast with 16 points and 9 assists for the Gen G Tigers. I love the backcourt combination of B Smooth and J Money, especially when both of them's on. It's so hard to stop them and Feast down low. Man, they're like one of those teams that you're like, man, they're going to be one of the best teams. But then they just play so inconsistent sometimes or they just let up or they just don't try hard or anything. But, you know, with all with all, both of them going off, I'm talking about Smooth and J Money. Oh, man, it is going to be hard to stop uh, Gen G. Now, B-O-H-I-O, man, you had that hot start. And then he had that inner Kobe mentality in the first quarter became Kyle Kuzma. Only scored 10 points the rest of the game. But, you know, he pulled out with 21 points, followed by Reister God 15 points and Crazies, 14 points and 13 rebounds. It seems like none of the Lakers didn't really show up for that game. Um, they were just getting killed. Um, uh, they were just getting killed um, as a defensive team. I mean, G was just pouring it on them, was pouring it on them. Now, could the Lakers bounce back, you know, in Game 2? Or will Genji have the same result and just destroy the Lakers again? So let's go ahead and go into game two. Like I said, the Lakers, this is like the theme of like the series. The Lakers started out hot at the beginning, and then you just started seeing Gen.G. just tearing up the Lakers. Just tearing up the Lakers in the second quarter. They were just going in on the Lakers. They were going in on the Lakers. And, man, you know, the first half, you know, Jay Money, Beast move, and then turn up defense. 36 combined points in the first half, out of 45 points for the Genji Tigers. I mean, they were playing ball. They were playing ball out there, and then you would think that they would never let up. at the Genji Tigers, and they just let up in the third quarter. I don't even know what happened. I, what happened? Like what? Like, yeah. like what are you doing? Like what are you doing? The Lakers had a big third quarter one. 24 to 19 against Gen G. Like they came out and balled in the third quarter. Then the fourth quarter, Gen G was like, okay, enough is enough, you know. Let's not make them have this comeback and everything. So Gen G just go ahead and just put that pedal to the metal. They accelerated the gas pedal, never let up or anything. Final score of that game of Game Two is 88 to 70. Again, it's 88 to 70. The G&G Tigers uh, leading the way from the G&G Tigers. Beast move with 33 points. Jay Money with 19 points and 11 assists. Turn up defense with 15 points and Feast with 14 points. And then the only person that scored like 20 some points of the Lakers is Reese the God, and that's the only thing I can give a good highlight about for the uh, for the Lakers. So it's a 2 and 0 sweep. For the G Tigers, who are now 9-9, nine and nine, and the Lakers are now 3-13 and 13 here. So, let's go ahead and get into, you know, the game that everybody is talking about. The Grizz Gaming versus the Magic Gaming, the game of the week of Game 2. But we gave y'all a little appetizer tonight of the first game, which is good because it is the battle of the point guards between Vandy and Reezy, baby. All right, all right. This is going to be a showdown right here, Chris Gaming versus Magic Gaming. Let's go ahead and get into game one, the appetizer I said before the game of the week here. Hey, the final score, the Magic took advantage 66 to 57. Again, the score was 66 to 57. Vandy with 23 points and 8 assists, while Weezy pulled in 22 points and 9 assists. It, the first quarter was really slow for both teams. The scoring pace was really slow, but then they started picking it up. The Grizz was started taking advantage of it, and Vandy was playing really good. And you thought the Grizz was going to take it. But the Magic stepped it up in the second half here. And, man, you know, Vandy and Arthur African played really well in the first game. But nobody else on the Grizzlies, like, chest, just didn't show up. Like, where are you at? Like, where are you at? Where are you at? It's just crazy to me that y'all didn't show up. Yeah, it's just crazy. But Weezy had a supporting cast in game one. He had the superheroes behind him with uh, DT with 13 points, May with 13 points and 14 rebounds, and Snubby, 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 Snubby with 10 points. <laughs> I mean goodness gracious they that supporting cast came out and balled right there for the magic, and you know the Grizz they just they just wasn't themselves in that first game except for two players. but how in the world are they going to pick it up in game two in the game of the week? How are they gonna pick it up in game two? In the game of the week here. We gave y'all the appetizer for game one Well, the Magic won. Let's go ahead and get into the entree. Let's get into the main event, the course of the meal. You know, the ready to rumble here. So let's go ahead and get into game two here. The Magic had a hot start. 20 points to 11 points. Slow start for the Grizzlies. But then the Grizzlies um hit a three-point puzzle to end half by Spartan, which I'm gonna talk about him later on too as well. So then they started getting a little bit of momentum from uh, on, the slide here, on the Grizzly side hill on the Grizzlies side here. There was a slow start for Vandy in the first half, but Chest and uh Authentic African played it, played really well, 23 points combined. Vandy just didn't show up yet. It's just a slow start for him, though. But then the Grizzlies played well in the third quarter. You know, Chess Vandy, authentic African, played really well. Then a buzzer beetle by the Magic to end the third quarter. It became a really tight game. It became really like, you know, your full... Entree right here with a little bit of dessert towards the end, too, but we'll talk about that a little bit later, though, but it was a tight game and in the fourth quarter. It was a battle. It was a tight game. It was back and forth and everything, man. It was just a crazy sequence. The last 20 seconds, the Grizzlies stole the ball and called timeout. Then. Spartan, Spartan, now we talked about that he uh, got a buzzer beetle uh, in the uh, to end the second quarter. He actually hit the clutch shot. In the last couple of seconds for the Grizzlies to be to win the game, 75 to 73. Again, the final score is 75 to 73. Grizzlies, they won the second game by Spartan's clutch shot. One of the best clutch shots of the 2K league postseason. I am gonna step it here. I'm gonna pin it right here because I know Harris said it. I'm gonna pin it here too as well. But Spartan, let me go ahead and give you a round of applause, man. <laughs> Let me give you a round of applause for that. The Magic, you know, they were on a winning streak. They won five in a row after they won the first game. Then their five game winning streak snapped just like that. It just crumbled down just like that. But Vandy and Weezy both gave um, good numbers at the end of the game. Vandy with 27 points and 15 assists. Weezy gave, Weezy uh, Baby gave 28 points, 11 assists, the battle of the point guards. Um, and then, But it was all about the supporting cast, who was going to step up more. And you saw that the Grizz stepped up a little bit more. Chess with 23 points. He played better than he did in game one and game two. Authentic African stayed consistent with 17 points and 11 rebounds. And then while on the Magic side, you know, Snubby with 14 points, DT with 17 points, and May with 11 points and 15 rebounds. It was a split series here. So the Grizzlies are now 12 and 6, and the Magic is now 9 and 7. So definitely that they the game of the week lived up to its height for Friday night. It lived up to that, so shout out to both teams um, for a really good series here. Now, before we get into the second music break and everything, uh, definitely this is JP from Off The Ball Network. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and IG and YouTube Off the Ball Network. And also we have our website, Off The Ball Network com for all your sports needs, podcasts, articles, you name it. Everything is on the website. Shout out to the guys of Off The Ball Network. We're doing our thing and everything and we're blessed and thankful to be part of the 2K League post-game show on Nothing But Net channel on Dash Radio and definitely tune in next week for the turn. July 14th through the 17th at 6pm on Twitch and YouTube live stream. All 23 teams securing, the, trying to secure the bag for 260 k So definitely tune in next week Week. So, all right, let's go ahead and uh before we get into the takeaways, you are listening to the NBA two K League post game show on nothing but net channel on Dash Radio. I'm JP from Off the Ball Network. And let's go ahead and get into the takeaways from tonight. Man, you know, the Grizz Gaming, you know, they you know, you thought they can pull out, you know, both of these wins and everything. So with the win they have tonight by with the three-point shot by Spartan and everything, and they were they were kind of inconsistent or struggling tonight. How will they uh, keep the momentum going after that three-point shot by Spartan? So that would be my first takeaway here. My second takeaway is: can the Lakers bounce back after getting destroyed by the Genji Tigers tonight? Could they really bounce back here? Could they find somebody that could be like a Kobe Bryant that go in and start scorching every team out there they face next? Are we going to find that? Are we going to find that in the Lakers' cell? That would be my second takeaway. And my last takeaway is what team is going to be motivated for the turn next week? Who is going to be, who's going to have the most advantage? Who's going to have the least advantage? And who is going to play hard to win the 260 k in the turn here? Definitely tune in to the turn next week on July 14th through the 17th. starts at 6 p.m. on Twitch and YouTube live stream for 260 k here. All 23 teams trying to see, kill the bag definitely a great night of Friday night file oh man i am feeling the fire right now i am sweating bullets out here my goodness gracious hill but what a great night of the nba 2k league post game show hill so definitely 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 I had a fun time right here hosting with y'all tonight thank y'all so much for rocking with me tonight hill i'm jp from off the ball network definitely check us out on off the ball network on youtube ig facebook Twitter and also check out our website off the for all your sports needs podcasts and articles too as well definitely definitely the future is bright thank you so much for dash radio and nothing but net channel too as well for letting us host uh, the 2k league post game show and y'all stay safe god bless good night
6: What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the official NBA 2K League show on Dash Radio on the Nothing But Net radio station. I am your host for the night, again, Jelani Brown, Ryan Solo, Dolo, as I usually do on this Saturday. Of course, giving my hard-working vice prayers and prayers of the Off The Ball Network the night off to enjoy with their family or do whatever they do on this Saturday night shout out to like i said prez from the off the ball network uh chris lebron and of course vp of operations over there um mo murphy definitely i know you guys are probably missing those guys tonight but hopefully you uh, enjoy being with me um as always like i said on this saturday night uh it's another uh close to another great week of the nba 2k league um we had a lot of great matchups we did see three sweeps and one split but they were very very entertaining games nonetheless um, it brings a close to, I believe, week six here at the NBA 2K League. And um, like I said, we're just going to hop right into it. Honestly, like we, we got next week, we got the turn. Another tournament, midseason tournament, where guys are going to be battling for 260 I can just imagine what I would do right now. But like I said, guys will be battling for that next week. we got the brackets and everything set. I'll go through that later on, give my predictions who I think may win um, You know the whole thing. Um, but before we do that... Of course, got to get into tonight's games, you know, Saturday night showdown that finished off this great week of uh, the NBA 2K League. First, I'm going to start off with the uh, Knicks gaming and the 76ers gaming. Um, you know, pretty, pretty highly contested battle, at least in the first half of the first game um, between the two squads. Uh, of course, you know, Knicks gaming is headed by their Point guard, um, very, very talented Duck. 76ers Gaming, of course, led by their talented rookie as well, and point guard Dre. Um, honestly, both of them got to work really, really early. Um, they pretty much was leading their team in scoring early on in the first in the first game, first matchup. Pretty much, it was a really back-and-forth game in the first half at least. I um, believe Knicks Gaming went to halftime up by 5, 40-35. Um, but pretty much out of halftime, Nick's gaming was uh, looking unstoppable. Uh, it like said Dre had, I think, 24 at half, but um, coming out of halftime, they pretty much locked him down the rest of the way. Um, with him, I believe, finishing. Yeah, he finished with 34 points. So only 10 giving up in the first half, or second half, 24 giving up in that first half. So definitely major adjustments on Nick's gaming part um, to kind of keep him under wraps and take the, take the big lead that they did in the third quarter and finish the game out um, with the 81 62 win. But again, like I said, Knicks Gaming was always, you know, they led by their backcourt, the amazing Duck and original Malik. They you know, pretty much went off as always. Um, both of those guys, Duck with 30 and 10 and original Malik with 17 and 10. So both heading the, heading the team and leading the team in scoring. Um, Glow had 14 and 13, always a walking. Nate How added in 14 as well. But, you know, the first game, like I said, pretty back and forth the first half. Nick's Gaming did take a, a like five-point lead to halftime, but pretty much out of there. They shut down, um, you know, really the 76th's source of scoring, which was Dre, you know, held them to 10 points in that second half and, you know, beat them, beat them in, in scoring in third quarter and fourth quarter. So, you know, pretty much notched out the win. Uh, the second game was a little bit of a different story, though. Uh, it was actually because they're really, really entertaining. We had a few overtime games tonight, and this was one of them, actually. Uh, so, said, so next game, it, it was or next game and 7-6 uh, game is once you know game two started off similar to you know, game one as well on uh, next gaming took a you know a small lead 13 to 8 um you know within the first five minutes i think they led after the first quarter by 9 23 to 14 and um you know pretty much t- they took control of this game they was leading they they was looking like they were gonna you know go for the sweep you know all in all they eventually did i believe pull out the sweep but they looked like it was going to be a little bit easier than than what it ended up being uh so pretty much the whole the third quarter or second half rather third quarter 76ers game and fought back they took their first lead in this one they took it 44 to 42 um but eventually was trailing 49 to 4 at the end um or they took their first lead sorry 58 to fifty six. they just you know pretty much fought back to bring it within two Um, in the third quarter, but took their first lead in the fourth, to 58-56, and um, pretty much it it was back and forth from there, the guards were battling Dre and Duck, um, pretty much trying to put their team over the hump, you know, Dre, you know, picked up his team after they fell behind, 65, he converted an and one dunk um, to take the lead back, and then Duck right back at him, converted a contested layup to tie it up, Um, pretty much forced overtime, you know, game was tied at 67, Uh, in extra periods, uh, you know, original Malik and Duck, they both Hit deep threes to give their team a 77-72 lead. But Dre, of course, like I said, just that fight, that will. Um, he's, a, he's their point guard. He, he's their machine. He's kind of what drives them. He helped even it up um, at 77. Went on a 5 on run, I believe, by himself. The force double overtime. But, you know, unfortunately, in double overtime, you know, 76 is game. just kind of ran out of gas a little bit. You know, Knicks game. You know, able to take the win, I believe, on a, a duck dunk um, with uh, about .8 seconds left. Um, something like that. And um, pretty much, you know. Pulled out the win, 86-84, to 84, and was able to pull out the sweep as well. A very strong performance by Duck in this one as well. He, uh, I believe, led the team in scoring again in this contest. Put up 37. Um, his opposing guard, Dre, for a 76 game, also put up 37 as well. 12 as- Duck, 37-6. and Originally added 27 of his own. And Glow at 14 as well. So, you know, great scoring by their backcourt. And, you know, feeling good about themselves heading into the tournament as well. I believe they were able to climb up. Um, to the ninth seed in the Eastern Conference, and was also able to even up their record at nine and nine, going five hundred going into the turn. So, very great, um, you know, great news and and great gaming by them to finish off the week and head into the tournament. Like I say at nine nine, nine five hundred. Like I say that's definitely a, a great pick me up to to head into the tournament and great confidence builder as well to you know possibly make some noise when tournament time comes. Um, as for Seventy Sixers gaming. Um, again like I said played hard fought well was able to you know show a little bit better balance offensively and and just respond a little bit better in that second game but unfortunately wasn't able to close it out but they will go into the turn at nine and seven and fifth in the East. so still in great standing still you know a great team very you know probably maybe even dark Horse in the turn to win it all you know just unfortunately it wasn't their night went down you know two games and you know, now they're sitting at 5th and East, but definitely still time to, you know, come back and, and make things right for him. And maybe that starts with, hopefully, maybe for them winning the turn. Yeah, so next matchup we're going to head into, the uh, other early matchup of the night. We had Mavs Gaming and T-Wolves Gaming. Um, Two very great teams as well. T-Wolves Gaming, you know, we all know they started off the season incredibly. I believe when like, where it was like 9-1 and one at one point course they are the, the, the winners of the uh the opening um tournament as well. So this is a team that is you know isn't to be played with. They have had a, a few, you know, ups and downs, you know, in, in the midst of the season, I believe, since the 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 bye week. But you know, still sitting at second in the Western Conference, twelve and six, uh, I believe, with the, the with the uh, excuse me, with the sweep that they pulled off tonight, are now you know on a three game win streak. So definitely a great pick me up for them as well going into the turn, and hopefully they may be looking to you know take two tournaments this this year and uh, take another big cash prize home. But to hop in the games for the night, you know, the first battle, T Wolves game and took it eighty one to seventy. This one was like I said, was a pretty good game as well. Um, the, the it, I guess you don't really see it often, but T-Wolves game, it was probably the most balanced box score of scoring I've ever seen, at least in my first year of covering the 2K League. um You know, nobody scored over 20, but everybody was in double digits. Beard the Beast had 18, Shifty Kai had 19. Big Saint had 13, Miles had 12, and Slaughter had 19 with uh, 12 boards as well. So very, very balanced, um very efficient scoring by everyone as well. So, you know, something that you typically don't see. You either see the guards going off or maybe a big going. Not everybody in double digits and no one's going to and still pulling out a double-digit win. That's pretty impressive. But on the other side of things, Mavs Gaming, um, you know, they were pretty much headed by their backcourt. They uh, led the team in scoring. Uh, Demise, 30. Zia, 13. Zay, 12. And Sick 12 as well. Um, but this one, it, it was a pretty close battle as well. You know, pretty back and forth, especially in the first half. Um, you know, T wolves gaming only took a, a four point lead going into halftime, and Mavs gaming was able to cut it to one going into the fourth quarter as well. But you know, I believe you know the fourth quarter just you know where Matt or T wolves gaming kind of woke up and, and came to play. Um, they he was leading at one point to 52, um, and I believe closed out the game on an 8-0 run. Um, so you know, they they pretty much said you know, put them away. That fourth quarter was in the balance scoring by everybody. Um, put them over the hump, and they was able to take. Take this win tonight. And like I said, it, it it was a good pick me up in a booster because um uh, believe you can say they hit a little bit of a bump road after one of their bye weeks, you know, that now they're getting back on track, um, with this. But in the second matchup for the night, um like I can say they pretty much did the same thing. Uh this one it wasn't as balanced of scoring, but you know, they still was able to get it done. Everyone almost got in the double digit. Um they was pretty much led by their backcourt in this one, Shifty Kai of course and uh Beard the Be Um led the way with 21 and 24 respectively. Miles with 12 and Slaughter with another double double 12 and 12 as well. Um Demise of course or yeah, Demise of course led his team in this one. Zay was actually the second to score with 20, 27 and 11. Um but this one it is they kind of just dug themselves in the whole early Mavs game and then they had to just continue to try to climb back. They didn't score well in that first period. was already down double digits into um, the second quarter. Was able was going into halftime as well down by 10. So pretty much they had to try to fight back um, from behind all all game too long. And just when you don't get off to a good start sometimes, especially against great squads like T-Wills Gaming, it's not... You know, in your best interest, you know, it takes a lot more effort to try to fight from behind than kind of come out ready to play. Um, unfortunately, like I said, they got swept tonight and didn't get the results that they have wanted. But on all, like I said, they play, played, uh, you know, the number two seed in the West pretty close um, and, and, you know, battled them all the way through. So it, it could be good for their confidence going to the turn just you know, to show that they can kind of play with um, a squad such, such, good, such as good as you know, the T-Wolves gaming. Um, but I know, of course, it hurts going know the turn with being swept like that. But, you know, they are now sitting at 8th in the West um, and on a four-game losing streak, so not looking too, too good. Hopefully, they'll be able to turn some things around in, uh, in the turn this upcoming week, 6-12, and 12, um, well below five hundred. Hopefully they get things right over that ball club. But like I said earlier, Tees Wolves gaming, still 12-6, and 6, still second in the West, on a three-game win streak now. So maybe they're figuring things out and hopefully looking to go into another tournament with, a, you know, winning another big prize. Things looking up for that. All right, man. Like I said, I, I'm a little tired of talking. I'm a little parched. Might need some water. I know y'all are tired of hearing as well and uh hopefully you guys aren't too mad at me tonight we're actually i'm not i don't have a my typical playlist my typical music i try to play new stuff here and there that you guys may or may have not heard you know never know but tonight i actually got a, a, another special treat for you guys hopefully you enjoy this one a little bit more um i'm play a, a little bit of you know some some questions some media things uh that got covered this past week uh for grizzly grizzly grizz gaming sorry and uh magic gaming as well um media uh, for 2k actually was able to you know get these guys and ask them a few questions authentic african um Reezy, snubby for magic gaming guys like that so hopefully you enjoy the interviews um and you know here we go you've
3: been having an off what has got it in? what is it about your team that you get uh, get it done on the offense
2: um i think that that we've all kind of um learned our role in offense and and un- understand each other and um you know what we want to do on the court a little bit better and um we've kind of developed our chemistry a little bit better the past couple weeks um and it's led to us all playing a little bit better on the offensive end um including myself so um that's just something we've been focusing on we've been focusing uh, really on a lot on our um scoring and and kind of speeding up the pace a little bit because we're known as one of the slower teams in the league um when it comes to offense so we've kind of sped up our pace um, trying to get more shots up and um you know it's kind of made everybody look better on the court recently thank you Reed. okay
5: now if you have any questions please raise your hand in the chat Alright, well, all right, let's go to James. James, go ahead. Hey, this is for both of you.
3: With uh, two big games, two big matchups this week against both the Grizz and DG ahead of the turn, how important is this week for you guys? Uh, yeah, this is probably, you know, our biggest week of the season in terms of the toughest matchups we have. You know, playing the Grizzlies and the Wizards, to the top team in the East. Um East, is obviously huge for us because, you know, we're kind of right in that bubble. We're at the sixth spot right now, but... If we're able to come out and have a great week, we'll cement ourselves as one of the top teams in two K League, or not only the, but also in the whole entire two K league.
2: Yeah, I would I would agree. This is probably by far our biggest week of the season, not only for um, you know, playoff implications, but also for seating at the turn. Um I think throughout the league, um through the entire standings, we're sitting around eleven. I believe the top nine at the turn um, don't have to play that plan matchup. So if we do well this week, you know, we could we could position ourselves in, in a prime spot to you know make a run at the turn, um, as well as boost ourselves in the regular season standings. This is by far the biggest week of the season, and um, you know, hopefully, we're up for the challenge. Okay, let's go over the autumn.
7: Hey guys um this one is for z actually you know you just mentioned earlier in your first question um you guys picking up the tempo on your offense what was the conversation on making that change and what benefits have you seen from it or as you guys uh progress throughout the season
2: well we looked at our um our analytics throughout the tip off and, and kind of our early regular season games um and it showed that we were one of the bottom three teams and fast break offense and um it didn't make sense because it was showing that we had a top five defense as well so w- when you're getting as many stops as we were getting and not getting fast break points um it's just showing that that we're kind of playing too slow of a pace on offense so we kind of wanted to speed up the tempo get out on the break more and try to get those points that um just to make it easier on a half court so we don't have to, you know, slow down or up your play. Um, wanted to pick the pace up, get more threes up, and I think it's led to... And
7: this can be for you too, Snubby. Are you feeling comfortable with it? Are there any learning curves with it as you guys um start to implement this fast pace offense into your system now? Uh,
3: Yeah, I mean, obviously when we're going this fast pace, we're obviously going to have to take more chances, throw passes that we've normally thrown before, and, you know, sometimes it will lead to turnovers, uh, but I do think that the benefits uh, weigh the cost of it. Uh, We're definitely getting a lot more free points.
7: And what about you, Reezy? Are you feel comfortable with it? Or are there any learning curves that are coming with it? So,
2: far? Uh, Yeah, a little bit. Um, since I got in the league, we've kind of been the slow-paced team. So... It's a bit of a new experience for me, kind of speeding up the pace, but um, you know, I've always thought Snubby's been a great fast-break player. He was a great fast-break player in the league last year. Um, the Hornets were always out on the break. Uh, so when we when he came to our team, um, we should have known a little bit earlier that we need to adjust to kind of his game style. He likes to shift the pace like that, Um, he's really good at it. So I think that's just something that our team uh, needed in general, and, and he's been really good at it. So you know, we trust him with that, and we're, we're going to keep
6: the pace up. Thank you. All right, so that was Reezy and Snubby of uh, Magic Gaming. Talking about a few things that they, you know, wanted to change with their offense. Some of the things that they feel like um, need to be adjusted. Um, Coming into, you know, pretty much the half point of this season. Some things they wanted to, you know, hopefully get acclimated before they headed into the turn. Talking about how, you know, important of a week it was for them heading into the turn. For, you know, playoff implications and seeding implications for the big tournament that was coming up. Um, They played yesterday, Grizz Gaming, which I'll have a clip um, for later on um, was act- actually split that matchup yesterday so definitely uh, some good stuff from you know NBA 2k media and then also Rizzi and Snubby just you know being great guys and just answering those questions and um, kind of giving us an insight for what is going on with Magic Gaming in the um, you know upcoming weeks and, and you know this upcoming tournament in the turn uh, but let's get back to some of the matchups that happened tonight um, we're going to cover the late slate games and now Um, Let's start off with Wizard District Gaming and Magic Gaming, man. Uh, Wizard District Gaming had a nine-game streak, win streak on the line in this one. Um, Against Magic Gaming, like I said, we just heard from Reezy and Snubby. Um, It uh, actually came to an end. Uh, Magic Gaming caught Wizards District Gaming napping, in a sense. Took that lead and ended their streak. Uh, Had a 15-point win. Um, against Wizard District Gaming in the first matchup, 76 to 61. Of course, like I said, we just heard from the guys, Reezy and Snubby, they led the way, uh, 30 from Reezy, adding 10 assists as well, and Snubby um, added 20 as well. Future Clutch had 10, and then May, another walking double, always walking double doubles from the big man, 12 and 10. So that first matchup, Wizard District Gaming, I don't know if they, you know, kind of took Magic Gaming a little bit f- for granted, you know, took them lightly, felt, was feeling themselves a little bit because it was on a nine-game winning streak. Um, But, you know, it really was that fourth quarter where Magic Gaming kind of um, extended things for themselves. Uh It was pretty close. Uh, going into halftime, Magic Gaming was only leading uh, by three points, I believe. And third quarter was pretty much back-to-back as well. Um, They went into the fourth quarter, I believe, with a five-point lead. But, that fourth quarter, man, we have seen it earlier with uh, I believe Knicks Gaming and seven Sixers. That fourth quarter can get you. I guess Magic Gaming found a way to stop the guys. JBM only had twenty-seven. Day Fry only sixteen and eleven. Nudini didn't really add much either with just five and six. So they just figured out a formula, I guess, to, to kind of you know stop defensively. You just talked about it. You just heard them they have think they have a top five defense in the league. Um, but you know it just wasn't converting to fast break points. But Defensively, they did a great job of holding Wizards District Gaming to only 11 points in that fourth quarter, which uh, kind of catapulted them that 15-point win. So Magic Gaming feeling good about themselves after that, you know, first matchup. But uh, heading into that game too, it, that that Magic really didn't, uh, that Magic didn't, you know, continue. It didn't, it, it didn't fester over into that second that second matchup. Uh, Wizard District Gaming pretty much uh, took their hearts right out of them. And uh no, almost beat them by twenty. It was a seventy five to fifty seven win by Wizards District Game, it's only an eighteen. But it, it was I mean, it was over pretty early that second quarter, um, going into halftime is kinda of, you know what did it. I think Wizard's District Game was leading by thirteen going into halftime. Um didn't let off the break in the third quarter. Just extended that by uh, I think by twenty. Um uh, so or twenty one rather. So um like I said it was, I guess, great for Magic Gaming to to steal one. You know, feel a little bit better about themselves heading into the turn. But, uh, you know, after a little bit of a beat down in that second matchup, which uh, ended really early, actually, you know, we had to. You know, we was watching Cavs and Raptors, which I'll talk about next, to kind of end off the. Yeah, Magic Gaming just didn't really have any answers to stop them, and didn't really have any answers to score either. The high man was Reezy and made with 15. Feature Clutch added 11. Didn't get much production from Snubby in this one. Only seven points. Um or you know, to either just nine. So really, um, really disappointing, I guess you can say, uh, showing in the second game after, you know, just such a such a wonderful uh performance in that first matchup with Wizard District Gaming. But that's what happens with with these good teams, man. You know, Wizard District Gaming is number one in the East for a reason. Kinda, you know, show yeah, we can have it we, we, we let one get away, had a bad game, had a bad quarter, really, not even a bad game, a bad quarter, but you know, we can bounce back immediately and you know kind of take a win and go into the turn feeling good about ourselves so where's the district gaming goes into the turn Um, like i just said number one in the still uh, i believe with a 14 and four record yep 14 and four record uh (laughs) have to restart that winning streak now it's back at one and then like i said a little bit early magic gaming sitting seeing that six in the east right now they are 10 and eight on the um like i said Felt good, you know, getting that one win. At least they this was the only matchup to split tonight. You know, that's something they can definitely hang their hats on going into the turn, hoping to make some noise as well. And like I said, we'll get it later. But to wrap off the night, um, or wrap off the slate of games, we'll talk about two teams that that were starting started the year at the bottom of The standings and um, pretty much still at the bottom of the standings. Um, Cavs Legion sitting at nine in the Western Conference, and Raptors Uprising sitting at last place, 12th in the Eastern Conference. But uh, you know, again, it's weird, I guess it's because you know, bottom teams are facing each other, but you know, they didn't disappoint at all tonight. Like, both of their games were actually very, very entertaining and very close, even though records don't show or, or say they may be good teams. You know, the games at the pretty immaculate. Uh but to, to to kick things off, like I said, we'll start with the first matchup, which went into overtime, which kinda has us, you know, up this late talking about it. but, you know, I enjoy doing it, hopefully as much as listening to it. But game one, um, started slowly with, you know, plenty of uh, missed shots and turnover teams. Um you no know, Matt Raptors Uprising. Managed to, to grab a nine five lead, um, but I mean say and also led going into the second quarter, um, sixteen to fourteen. But Again, just sloppy play in the beginning. Second half, pretty much was back and forth. Uh, Raptors uprising. Kenny got work, and we actually saw some pretty good games by him this year. Um, the MVP last year um, had had a tremendous season, but you know hasn't really translated over to this year that much. But he did have a really, really great showing. actually action. Um, but he started scoring pretty much with ease. Um, the guard finished the third quarter with 16 points. This team, you know, only trailed by five going into the fourth. Pretty much had him right there. To battle and possibly get this win for a squad which they eventually appoint but on the other side of things fab and and the talk with him has been he's been really passive you know pass first type of point guard he likes to get everybody else involved but you know honestly like i said this is my first year covering it covering this league and I, don't, and I don't know if it's the different builds and everything but it seems like in this league you your guard has to be a scorer like you have to help up points, like you can't really be a pass first type guard. Yes, you can be a playmaker and, and, and playmaker and make plays, but you got to be almost like a scoring first type of guard. And you know, OFAB hasn't really been that at least early on in the year. I think it's been a little bit of a shift in mindset the last few weeks, um, which it kind of showed tonight as well because he did a lot more scoring. You know, say so he had about 35 in that first game with eight assists to add, but to, to kind of wrap up the first game and how everything went. Uh, Raptors Uprising pre- pretty much prevailed, was able to pull out an 80- 82 win 05, which helped get his team into you know 83 down 2 post-Rising down to the early advantage, but all in all it wasn't, a- wasn't enough because the backcourt of the up- Raptors Uprising type and Kenny got work you know, combined with 55 points 13 rebounds and 8 assists um, you know, great showing by those two to help Get their uh, get their team over the hump and, and pull this win out a, a much needed win as well. You know, before that one, they was only they only had two in the win column this year. So after tonight, was able to add two more you know, going into the tournament. Still last place, still believe the worst record in the league. Actually, second to worst. Um, with those two wins, it actually prevails b- above the Bucks and Lakers that are both there. But all in all, like I said. Um, I know they're feeling good about them. Maybe they're starting to find a rhythm. Maybe this helps them, um, especially going into the turn. If they're able to make some noise and, and and get far in the tournament, maybe that helps them kind of find that spark and magic that they had last when you know, they just looked like all like all world team and kind of get them back on track to they we all thought they were in that's progress. Um, but like I said, just to, to kind of end things off, I'll, I'll talk about the the one we just finished up here. Um, about thirty thirty five minutes. Ago. Again, this one was a lot of the same. Kenny got work. Um, thirty-three points in this one, eight assists. Type nineteen and thirteen. O'Fab didn't score as much in this one. Like I said, kind of reverted back to his old ways. Eighteen and eleven with D'Law. Twelve. This game, not much to say about this one. Honestly, Cavs' gaming wasn't really able to score early on. I believe they was losing by eight pretty early in the first quarter. Second quarter, Kenny got work. Continued to carry his team like he had been doing all night. And was able to give them one halftime, only about one though. Um, but was able to give them the ten five, ten and five. Or no, D-Law had ten, 10 and five, and Kenny got twenty. Um, second half and began both played pretty strong defense. It was a real defensive contested battle, um, for pretty much the rest of the way. You know, Cavs Legion finally took the lead, fifty one forty eight, at the end of the third quarter, and it looked like they was able, gonna possibly get the split on the night. Um, but you know, Kenny Kenny got work had other plans for them, <laughs> and he uh continued to dominate and pretty much help his team prevail to a sixty seven sixty one lead um going down the stretch type converted you know two huge dunks off fast breaks pretty much gave him the four point lead with a little bit of time left i believe it was seconds like 51 seconds then uh they just wrapped this uprising pretty much just closed out the game had great defense um was able to hit the free throws like i said kenny got work was one of the main reasons why 33 points eight assists and three rebounds with type at a 19. so like i said Finally was able to put, you know, I think get their first sweep on the year. Added two more wins to the win column. Still, you know, almost last. Um, last in the Eastern Conference standings, but the second worst um, standings overall. They should. But hopefully um, they're feeling good about themselves if they're able to make some. like I said, who knows? This could be a, a pivotal turn in the season for them, hopefully. Figure things out and start to get things right, and we start to see them progress. Progress from what they were able to build on last year. Um, like I said, it, well, we're, we're at a second break for the night, like I said. Got it got it a little parched more water. Hopefully you guys enjoy this second audio clip that I had. Authentic African. Um a few guys over at Grizz Gaming and uh you know, just some questions that they were able to answer on the Any
3: questions? First question just go to Jeff Garcia. Thank you. Uh hey authentic, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, a long time, man. Miss chatting yeah. with you in person. Yeah, um, hey, a long time. Hey, by the way, I still I still run by the old memory. Mm. Um, just want to quickly ask you: You're already a veteran at this game, team mm-hmm. veteran. How have you seen your get to? I mean, first of all, you know, you know, I just I feel so blessed to for this long. There's been a, a lot of great players that have come and gone. Also, for me to to have been here since the start, you know, still here at at, at Memphis. You know, I love this place. You know, Lang's giving me everything I've ever wanted. Um, in terms of just giving me getting me comfortable here buying into the system you know it's been i'm really not established uh responding i'm just blessed to do saying hopefully i can take this team to new heights and what kind of example um it's more just like i said we always see every single practice you know just putting it will tell you about it in scrimmages so just uh, every single day getting working on. And just one more question. Your thoughts on the- you mean the magic? Sorry, the magic. Um, yeah, against the magic. We feel we feel like you know we should come in there. You, as long as we gotta feel like we should come in, though, I have the utmost confidence in us. um so I just as long as we like I said, as long as we come in, we gotta. Right, thank you. Well,
7: um, could I also get your response and just thoughts, mindset, anything on that?
3: All right, how how you doing? Um, yeah, I feel like piggyback off of what authentic said is, yeah, we're feeling really confident. We just play our game. It should be an easy two. Um but yeah, like we just gotta we uh limit limit like read and let, make sure he doesn't get comfortable and get to his spots.
7: And what about you just come over from the Hawks and have immediate success with the grizz? How has this transition been for um in this season so far as we're in of season?
3: Yeah, um, you know, I, I, those guys over there at the Hawks those are still my my my, my man's and I and I enjoy it uh, some of them still. Um, I'm really focused on the the grizz and you know how how they like walk up in arms. Uh, you know, just just trying to get to work. I feel like the the, the culture that is just perfect and, and how it's like grit and grind. I feel like I'm getting acclimated, keep rolling.
7: And one more question. I'm so sorry uh, for authentic Afrin. Um, you know, just. Having a, a, a successful season so far. I mean, five in first place. Uh, you put out a tweet at that point of the season, um, coming out really strong. You said, I guarantee the disrespect was going to stop. What prompted that tweet?
3: Um, just in terms of personally, like just from the start, everything that I've ever been asked to do in this league, just playing wise gameplay-wise, that playing whatever position, playing at level, what's got to be. And I feel, you know, I just, I feel like, you know, in terms of just in itself in the league, it's, you know, I felt like a little disrespected because I wouldn't, like I mentioned, the top players in the league. But, but I, but I'm I'm really confident in myself. I, I know that I'm one of the best players in the league. Um, I don't need to tell me to myself. You know, I just keep thriving to get better. I know the, I know what gets you respect in this league, and that's winning. So I'm really happy. Us as a team, Grizz Gaming as a team is winning you know our goal is playoffs now. Uh, we're definitely taking steps towards that, but goal is still winning that championship. You know that's gonna give us, especially respect.
6: All right, all right, all right. And we are back. Um, that was authentic African just now speaking about Grizz Gaming and kind of like you know what their goals are. Of course, um, you know with Magic Gaming, um, the the battle that they had yesterday and splitting, but also you know coming. Is coming up um you know the tweets that he sent out you know pretty much the disrespect is going to stop throughout the league you know they are winning team they're trying to get to the playoffs and you know they're doing what they gotta do to get there and you know the culture that they've built that you know grinding work hard and you know just get on the sticks and get this team get this franchise to where they know they can be great stuff by again the nba 2k media great great things from the guys uh, over at grizz gaming um appreciate them for speaking to the media as well but kind of wrap things off for the night appreciate y'all for you know tuning in with me i'm your host of course again jelani brown um, from what the game means to me from the off the ball network i'm here solo dolo you know giving you all the news on the nba 2k league um for the nba official nba 2k post game show on uh nothing but net radio on dash radio so to finish things off for the night we're going to talk about Going into next week, we got the like I said, the turn. It's pretty much the halfway point uh, tournament for the year. 260k is on the line, guys. 260k. That's that's a bunch. That's a bunch of money. I wish I had that right now. Who knows? But um, again, the guys are battling for it for that prize. Um, prize money. Um uh, the brackets are set. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get a screenshot of it on the Twitch live, but I can go through the rundown and everything else. Of course, Wednesday and Thursday, I believe we have the bottom seeds, the 10 the 10 to 23 battling it out. Um actually no, they're just battling it out and then um, fifteenth, we'll see. Uh, we'll see one to nines after. Pretty much the, the ten to three kind of fill out the rest of. It. We'll see ten to twenty three on Wednesday. Compete to earn the right to advance to the sixteen team bracket, and then um, you know, the big boy starts on you know Thursday, July fifteenth, with teams one to, teams seeded one through nine kicking off action. So Wednesday stuff will start at six p.m. Thursday, six p.m. as well. Friday, six p.m. and then Saturday, six p.m. semifinals and finals as well. Um, of course, you know, you can catch all those games on the Twitch, the NBA 2K Twitch channel. Um, and like I said, I didn't really get the get the screenshot, but I do know the first four seeds will be I believe, Wizards District Gaming, Pacers Gaming, um, Hornets Venom Gaming, and T-Wolves Gaming. um And of course, we, we know who's going to be at the bottom of that bracket. But I guess I'll just kind of end off the show with who I think will win the tournament. I don't want to go with the cliche answer, but I just feel like... Some way, somehow, they're going to pull it out. Um, I know they wasn't able to pull off the tip-off, but I have a really good feeling about Wizards District Gaming. Like I said, they they was on a nine-game winning streak. Unfortunately, it came to an end with Magic Gaming in the, in the first matchup tonight, but they was able to get right back on track with an 18-point win in Game 2. So I really feel good about them. Like I said, it, it's just one of those teams that, you know, coming to the year, they just, just came fresh off of an NBA 2K championship championship. Um, they, they just, they've been together, they've played together well, like, they, they have so many weapons, they can pretty much, you know, anyone can pretty much go off it, you know, because they're led, by, of course, by their guard, JBM, but, you know, they got Nudini they got Dave Fry, you know, just a bunch of guys over there that can you know, light it, so that's going to be my pick to win the the, uh, the turn this year, um, like I said, they just seem like they have things clicking, they did have a little bump the road with the game one loss, but got right back on track, and I think they'll... Find a way to pull out the turns. It's gonna be a long and hard grind this weekend. A lot of games, a lot of hours. That's gonna to have to be put in um, this upcoming week. But I think they're, you know, they're up for it, and I think they'll take home the prize. But yeah, man, that does it for me tonight. Um, appreciate everybody for tuning in with me, staying up with me. I know this one ran a little long, but of course, you know, it's the Saturday night showdown. We we gotta cover everything and get this news in. But I'm of course, like I said, your host Jelani Brown. If you want, you can follow me um, on my um podcast page at wtg MTM podcast. Make sure you guys follow off the ball, of course, that Off the Ball as well. Um you want to follow my personal account. It's G the First, J E the one S T for first. Um definitely love it. been loving doing this so far, man. Especially uh like I said tuning into the games, tuning into the league has been a lot of fun. These sh- love talking to you guys at night. Um hopefully I'll be able to do this a lot longer. But that does it for me. For the night. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Hope you guys enjoyed the week. And we'll see you back here next week um, for the post game recap Wednesday to Saturday. As always, have a good one.
4: All right, let's jump in to the power rankings for this week. So you're looking at after week six games, where do the teams lie? Starting off with number one, we do have arguably the hottest team in the league right now at 14-3, and three, the Wizards District Gaming, 3-1 and one on the week. They are first in the East. They were a plus-22 point differential this week. They do stay at number one. They were one last week. At number two, I'm going to stick with the Pacers first in the West, 13-5 and five on the season. They did not play any games this week, staying at number two. At number three, we have the Nets, who move up one spot. They didn't play a game, but to me, I just feel like this is where they belong. Fourth in the East, 11-7 overall, playing some good basketball, although this week did not play any games. At four, you have the Wolves gaming. We're sixth last week, jumping two spots, 3-1. and one. This was a nice bounce back week as they did struggle in week number five, a plus 23 point differential and 12 and 6 on the season. At five, moving up two spots from seven, the Kings three and one on the week, third in the West, a plus 32, 11 and 7 overall. At number six, the Hornets dropping three spots from three, one and one, but you know, one and one with a minus 14 point differential. That really tells you the story of a poor week. They are second in the East, 11 and 5 overall. A good team, but tough to put them in the top five, uh, given the state of things in week number six. Then we have at number seven, moving up one spot, the Magic. Were eighth last week, two and two in the week, sixth in the East, plus four point differential, 10 and 8 overall, but six and two over their last eight, including this week a blowout win against the hottest team in the league, the Wizards. At number eight, we have moving three spots back from five, the Grizz. They were two and two this week, third in the East, plus seven point differential. 12 and six on the season, but three and five over the last two weeks. Definitely not how you're going to get the job done here in the 2K League. You think about that. They started the season nine and one, so have struggled over the last couple weeks. Now, a couple teams went three and one this week, six, Gen G and the Knicks. They are ninth in the East and seventh in the East, respectively. We have the Gen G Tigers a plus twenty-seven point differential, and the Knicks plus nineteen. Both teams nine and nine on the season, and five and three over the last two weeks. At number eleven, dropping one spot, and another team that did not play this week, the Heat eighth in the East, eight and eight overall. Same with the Jazz, did not play this week, drop one spot to twelve from eleven last week. Uh, they did not play a game. Sixth in the West and seven and seven overall. At thirteen, dropping one spot is the Sixers, two and two, fifth in the East, nine and seven overall, a plus five point differential. At fourteen, dropping one spot, the Warriors did not play this week. Fourth in the West and eight and six overall. Definitely a team that started off the season hot and no games this week, but a team that really, to me, is right in the middle of the pack when the season's all said and done. I don't know that I believe they're going to be one of the top teams, but as of right now, they do still have a shot. At 15, dropping six spots, the Pistons, they were ninth. Two and two on the week, five in the West, but here's the reason why I dropped them. Minus nine point differential, nine and seven on the season, just not enough to get it done. At 16, jumping two spots, Blazer five with a 2-0 week, Seventh in the West, a plus 30 point differential. Very impressive. Eight and eight in the season. And this was a much needed bounce back week as they prior to this had two straight weeks where they were one and three. At 17, jumping six spots, the Raptors three and one on the week, a plus nine, 12th in the East, five and 13 overall. Definitely not a team that is going to, to me, make a big impact the rest of the season. And when you look at overall, these power rankings. I think when you start at probably right at this spot, so 17 on down, this is really the bottom of the barrel. Teams that I just do not have faith in and it really just doesn't seem to be their year. At number 18, dropping and actually sorry, the Raptors were 23rd. So they did jump 6 spots with that 3 and 1 week. Bucks though are 18th this week from 21 last week. 1 and 3 in the week, 11th in the West. But a plus six. So, uh, really a competitive week for them. They are three and 13 overall. Cavs, they were 17th, dropping two spots to 19th. One and three, ninth in the West, but minus 13 point differential. Five and 13 on the season. At number 20, moving back one spot from 19 last week, the Celtics, one and three, 10th in the East. But here's what we look at for the story of week six for them a minus 42. Yikes. 6-10 and on the season and this is their second straight 1-3 and three week. We have the Mavs and we'll talk about this. All these teams here at the end are really struggling and the Mavs are no different. 0-4 oh on the week. They drop one spot from 20-21. to 8th in the West but a minus 43 point differential. That is not getting the job done. 6-12 overall and 1-7 and over the last two weeks. Not to be outdone though, the Hawks did not play this week but are one of the Teams that have struggled the most recently. Again, they didn't play this week, which is why they stick at 22. But they had been the losers of at least six straight. 11th in the East and 5 and 11 overall. And we finish it off at 23. That is the Lakers dropping seven spots. And you know why they dropped seven spots? Not only did they go 0 and 4, not only are they 10th in the West, but they were a minus 73. Ooh, that one hurts if you are a Laker fan 3-13 3-13 and 13 on the season. Now let's look ahead to the Turn Tournament. Who are some teams that I think could make a run? Let's take a look at the night number one action. So we look at Turn Tournament. By the way, for anyone that doesn't know this, you can go to 2kleague.nba.com slash schedule, and you can take a look at all of the upcoming games. Taking a look at the Turn Tournament, we have a number of really good matchups. Looking at night number one, 76ers taking on Bucks Gaming. I think that's going to be the Sixers all the way winning two games and looking pretty good there. I don't think this is going to go any deeper than that. I I think they're going to win that series two games to 0. You have the Magic taking on the Lakers. This is an easy one for me. Magic are definitely going to win that one first two games. No reason to move on there. Cavs taking on the Jazz. This one's going to go to three games, I think, but I am going to pick the Jazz to take it in three. Then you have Raptors taking on Blazer 5. You know, good for the Raptors to have a nice week six, but to me it just isn't enough. I do think they go to three games, however, and Blazer 5 are going to take that one. Next up we have on the listing, Hawks taking on the Knicks. And this is definitely a tale of two teams. I like the direction the Knicks are headed. The Hawks, on the other hand, it is not looking pretty. Knicks are going to take this one. I will give the Hawks credit, though. I think they... Nope, you know what? I can't do it. I got to go Knicks in two. Then you have Mavs taking on Heat Check. I'm going to go Heat Check taking it in three. Celtics crossover taking on G, and I do like G in this one, winning it in three games. Although, if this is a 2-0 sweep, it would not surprise me either. So that kind of gives you a look at the night one games. Lots to look forward to. Let's take a look at the tournament as a whole. Who are the teams that I think could win it all? Who are the sleepers, and who are the teams that really just aren't going to make it very far? Starting off with... Wizards District and Pacers Gaming. No surprise. They are the favorites to win the tournament. What are my guesses here? Well, I think if anyone's going to win it out of the favorites, I do think it's going to be, to me, I lean Wizards District. They are just uh, one of the hottest teams in the league right now. Lots to like about them. Would I love to see my preseason favorites, T-Wolves Gaming, win it? That would be fun. I'm a Minnesota guy. Would love to see it. But to me... I think that the sleeper team to win it, to win this tournament, it's going to be Magic Gaming. Talking about six and two over their last eight, just had that blowout win against the against the Wizards. To me, that's a team to watch as a dark horse to win it all. And in fact, you know what we're going to do here? We are going to lock it in. My pick to win the turn tournament is going to be Magic Gaming. That's right, Magic Gaming is my pick to win the turn tournament. We will see, and again, you can listen to all of the action on the Nothing But Net on Dash Radio. We are your source for all things NBA 2K League. Not going to want to miss a minute of the Turn tournament coming up soon. You've been listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. We are the NBA 2K League show, and until next time, keep it 2,000. (laughs)
1: National Basketball <laughs> Association. I love this <laughs> game. 48 inches 82 traps on the line. Deck seven of the playoffs, well. the NBA finals. Uh, Six minutes away from your team's right first side, right title.
0: It's only one quarter to your name hangs with idols. Preparation, yeah, yeah. everything, yeah. Fundamental, vital. Each right game is survival. Never you trust. I like to do you like the Miami Heat. South Beach, they be showing us
6: play. It up. the style, yeah, a should To the rim a National Basketball Association. To the rim. Yeah. Yeah. Take care of my chance